Legend has it that it was written by the Dark One. The box. You opened it. We came. Where are you going? We've got to return some video. Have you heard about this videotape that kills you when you watch it? And as soon as it's over, your phone rings. Someone knows you've watched it. And what they say is... Do by midnight. You don't think the FBI has its place under 24-hour surveillance? You don't think there's transmitters in all these walls? Let me ask you one question. Are you having fun here? Oh, God. Because I promise you, I promise you, you and I are going to have some fun. Oh, no. Well, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. We're back for episode two. Dope. And we finally came up with a name. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy with it. I'm, I am too. I like it. I am too. It's very nostalgia filled. Yeah, when you texted me, it was like, uh, what was it? Something midnight, um, rentals after midnight. Yeah, or, something or some, like that. Something like that. That that phrase from Blockbuster just went through my head like Friday due by midnight, you know. Yeah. Huge print on the box. Yep. (laughs) And they would not let you get away with even the slightest error if you freaking didn't return it on time. One minute late. Yeah. You're paying that late fee. Yep. And I think there was some lawsuit actually. Also that uh, they had to change their whole policy on on the way they did that. I remember that. Um, reading a story about a, some guy who had a warrant out for his arrest, not in California, but it was in some state, some like podunk state, you know, somewhere, some hillbilly state, mm-hmm. where they had a warrant out for his arrest for his late fees for Freddie Got Fingered <laughs> on VHS. <laughs> that guy's my hero, man. He's like avoiding those late fees. Yeah, but I mean, for for that movie... Why that movie? I actually never even saw that one. Oh my god! All I remember is the commercial with, with the strings with the hot dog. And he's like, "Daddy, Daddy would you like some sausages? <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausages?" <laughs> okay, if you've never seen that, we need to get stoned and watch that because <laughs> that is a good movie. Really good. Actually, I have a a story about rental fees. Well, actually, it wasn't really a rental fee, but. I rented a movie, I put it on my, top of my car, and I got in my car and just left it up there, you know how sometimes oh, you do that? No. And then I took off to return the movie, and when I got there, of course, I didn't have it. So then I went, went in, I was just like, I don't know what I did with it, I lost the movie, you know, how much is it going to cost to replace? And it was like 150 bucks. What the fuck? Yes. That would it was it was a new release. Was it a it DVD? Was Small time crooks. I actually remember the. Or was it VHS? It was a DVD. Small time crooks, uh, which wasn't. Even, I don't think I even finished because it was pretty stupid. But that's like, the one where they dig in the bank was, with the cookies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. It wasn't very funny. I think it was a Woody Harrelson movie or something. Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I, 150 bucks back then was probably like 300. Like, Dude, and that movie brand new, if you just would have went somewhere and bought it, would yeah, have been... Yeah, so... You would have bought three of them, or four of them, so that's for that just, much like, money. that just, like, goes to the scam of the blockbuster fees and stuff, so... 
But luckily, I went home and because uh, I was about to pay it, and I was like, "Screw that!" You know, we'll, uh-huh. I was going to buy a new one and like put it in the box or something. But they have it barcoded now that I think about it. But that's what I was going to do. So I went home, and apparently, my neighbor had picked it up and was like, "Hey, this fell off your car." Wow. Whatever. Yeah, and then I was able to return it. But the fact that they were going to charge me 150 bucks for a lost movie that cost what 20 bucks or something—that's crazy isn't it yeah i guess we should also say by the way i'm forrest and i'm brett this is due by midnight welcome welcome dude did you ever work at blockbuster no dude uh like yeah my cousin did though okay yeah i remember um i mean i don't have any like crazy live at blockbuster man yeah i used to have the pass where you could just rent as many movies as you wanted for a month, you just, you know, return your old movie and you got another one or whatever. Right. It was like yeah. right away. So Nathan and I would always, uh, Nathan is one of my best friends. Uh, we would always go down there and we would just like every day we were at Blockbuster and we got to know the, you know, the people and the managers and like we all knew each other. Yeah. And it was, it was a cool experience when I look back on it now because back then it was just like normal. Yeah. But now, I look back on that, it was like, it was a whole social thing, you know? And you'd go out, I would randomly bump into people that you knew at Blockbuster and stuff. It was like a, a what do you call that, like a watering hole or like a water cooler, you know, where people gather and stuff and you can yeah. always you know, have conversations about whatever's going on. When I see old commercials for Blockbuster and there's like the one where you see the couple and they're like flipping through the TVs on, on the the channels on TV. Yeah. They're like, seeing it, seeing it, looks too boring or whatever. What are we going to do tonight? <laughs> yeah. And they both look at each other, let's go rent a movie. It was very much like that. Like, yeah. the, the the commercial was super cheesy, but it's exactly I how it went. I got my head right now. Yeah. yeah. And you'd go there and you'd be like, the, you know, the chick would always go to the, you know, I don't know, the woman section. <laughs> the romantic comedies. Yeah, the romantic comedies that were horrible in the 90s. And actually, they're still horrible. And um, I would always go to the horror section. And then if, for some reason, especially when I was younger, if I if I was with my grandma, there's no way I'd go out with a horror movie. But my reg- my regular parents didn't care if I rented a horror movie or not. Mm-hmm. So I'd always do that. But definitely, like I said, when by the time I got my first job, and we were always renting movies from the video store, in the grocery store... I saw so many horror movies. Oh, yeah, movies. you rent movies in grocery stores, too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's right. You can rent movies everywhere. <laughs> I know. And it was like, a, it, was like, it wasn't like Redbox where you just, you know, put in your credit card or whatever. Like, it was actual shelf with a bunch of movies on it that yep. you, you got to browse. And yep. The, my wall. Usually the grocery store ones were a little less selection, but... Yeah, but, like, my wall right there in my office, I know some of you, you know, I'm saying it like people can see it, but they can't. I know. But the Funny wall, stuff. <laughs> one of the wall in my, one of the walls in my office is all the back sleeves that you'd see at Blockbuster Video when you know the movie was fucking rented out. Oh, all they yeah. have is the sleeve. That, yeah. I bought all the horror movie section when they went out of business at one Blockbuster, and now they're on the wall. But When they went out of business, it was really cool, because you got amazing deals. I know all the shit on the all the fucking cool pictures and stuff for like a few bucks, like and the pictures on the walls that you were like, they're never gonna sell these. I have one of the pictures. I have the mask. Yeah, that's fucking rad as hell. That's from Blockbuster, and that 
Nathan, my cousin who worked at Blockbuster, he gave that to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's all it's like solid wood. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's I not, got those. It's not just like a poster, you know, flimsy cardboard poster. It's like solid wood. Yeah. It's kind of cool. We got a couple of them from, and they are the. Uh, like the stereotypical like Marilyn Monroe and oh, yeah. all that stuff where they're all together playing pool and stuff like that. Oh, the wood yeah. ones that were in Blockbuster, we got those. Um, I have a, I have a couple funny stories for video stores. One in particular, um, and it's how I got all of my Evil Dead movies on DVD. Because mm-hmm. I only owned them on uh, VHS recordings at the time when I was younger, and then when I wanted to watch them, I would just rent it just because, whenever I felt like it. Well, me and my brother, I was in 12th grade, uh, and my brother was in elementary school, or middle school at the time, and we went in there, I grabbed all those movies from Hollywood Video, all the, the trilogy, and we go up to the counter, and the guy's like, hey, and he's like, maybe in, his, in college, you know, he's like yeah. 25 or something, he's like, hey. You like these movies? Like, yeah. It's like, you want to own these movies? <laughs> you want to own these I'm like... He opens up his jacket. Yeah, I know. It's it's <laughs> really weird how it sounded. Me and my brother was like looking at me like, what? what's going on? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I want to own these. He's like, it's like, dude, if you give me like 15 bucks, I'll just give you these movies. Like, what do you mean you'll just give me the movies? And he's like, I'll just check them out of the system. <laughs> I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I fucking hate this place. <laughs> <laughs> he said it just like that. And just like that, I gave him 15 bucks. <laughs> the man who's had too much, man. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I know, when I really think about it, it's like, man, I was really stupid. I should have fucking went there and like, how much more shit can I get from you? <laughs> I should have like cleaned out video games and more movies, but I was just like... It, the way he made it sounds like we were doing some underground yeah. drug deal, you know. How many movies he's actually did that with? It was it was sweet. So now I, <laughs> the, the same Evil Dead DVDs I have from Anchor Bay, I got all of those, and they still have the Hollywood Video like little signs, yeah. like the alphabetical order pictures on the mm-hmm. side. It's pretty sweet. That's pretty funny. <laughs> so, uh, I guess we should get into the uh, the crux of the. The episode. Yeah, uh, we actually watched a movie that yeah. we're going to talk about. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The New Beginning, with or Math- The Next Generation. Yeah, with Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. The next... Renee is... Renee Zellweger, I didn't even recognize, like, she does not even look like who she is. Well, why is it in the 90s? Because, like, I've noticed this. Why in the 90s was everything, like, The Next Generation? <laughs> <laughs> I think because we were all looking towards uh, the 2000s, so... Yeah, but this is like 96. Yeah, but still, a few more years. It'll be it's weird. Just everything was the next generation where, you know... Star Trek, the next generation. And yeah. Then, yeah. This, the next generation. It's almost like when you see movies in the 2000s, it's always like Armageddon or <laughs> something X they did at the X, end. Yeah. <laughs> Generation X, that's where I came from, right? Yeah. So, for me, I think this is the pinnacle of weirdness and over-the-topness when it comes to Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Yeah. It was, wasn't nearly as gory as I thought it was going to be. 
No, it's just fucking it's nuts. No gore. <laughs> is yeah, what it is. Matthew McConaughey screaming and going crazy, which I liked. I, I thought I thought he did a good job. Yeah, he really sells it. And um, Leatherface, you you made a very interesting comment that I didn't notice until the end of the movie, <laughs> and it makes sense. What did you say? Leatherface looked like at the end. Yes, yes. <laughs> I said she, he or she. I don't know what pronoun to use with Leatherface now. Because okay, this is gender. We know what this is. It's a fucking itself. man dressed as a woman. So he. Uh, looked like Caitlyn Jenner, and <laughs> well, you know what it really reminds me of is the the South Park version of Caitlyn Jenner. That's what it really reminds me of. I don't know. I haven't seen that episode, but it really no, well, just it's it looks... in a bunch of different episodes. But uh, yeah, the way that South Park portrays Caitlyn Jenner, you know how they would portray like Michael Jackson and yeah. that same Michael Jackson. All I thought of when you saw when you said that was the Time Magazine like Woman of the Year thing <laughs> yeah. that you won. I was like, oh my god, it does look like that. She, does yeah holy shit <laughs> but as i was watching the movie I, I just kept on thinking i just leatherface looks familiar in a way like when um you had all the makeup and stuff on and i couldn't figure out what it was and then at the very end i was just like caitlin jenner especially when he's sitting there screaming yeah i was like oh my <laughs> god <laughs> i think it'd be a perfect halloween costume honestly it looks really fucking you cool do it I mean, you've got more of the size for Leatherface. Yeah, I'm not doing that. You got the you got the height. I don't dress up for Halloween. <laughs> I mean, that's not really dressing up for you to look like a woman. Uh... <laughs> Funny guy over here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Wow. What else can I say about this movie? <laughs> I gotta look up all the other stuff. Yeah, I well, didn't make. Movie, I didn't take a bunch of notes like this I did last time. This movie I didn't time. watch alone. I watched it with you this time. Yeah. So what what score would you give it? I mean, watching it today, if I were to give it like out of one to ten, mm-hmm. I'd probably still give it on comedic value an eight. <laughs> eight. I'm I'm back to seven point five, man. Really? Yep. I think it's about a seven point five. You know, I think this one and The Fly, I could watch about this, the alone. I'm trying to think of more of, like, if I was watching it alone or whatever. Um, I think it would be about the same entertaining value as The Fly. Well, the the crazy thing about it that I think is, it's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, and Leatherface is not the star of this movie. It's very no, much like a side a, character. Yeah, t- totally side character. And they boss him around in it, basically, you know, they just... They boss they do more than boss him around. He's basically just like he's a little. He's, he's like yeah. a fucking dog that's kicked yeah. around. That's yep. what he is. Just goes around screaming. Yeah, yeah. The part where uh, Renee Zellweger is <laughs> fucking running, running from uh, Leatherface, and she gets on the fucking roof. Oh yeah, and he, he chainsaws the, <laughs> the chimney. Yeah, it's almost like he. You know that that motherfucker's never been on that roof. So he, no, like why? Why would he? How did he get that down? Amazingly strong antenna that she climbs up on. I want to know how he got down. Okay, so IMDb ranks this movie a three out of ten. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes stands. You want to take a guess? Um, five. Sixteen percent. Sixteen percent. Sixteen. I didn't know we were doing percentages. Yeah, it's sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Unlike the fly where it was like ninety three. Oh ninety yeah, that's right, yeah. Okay. So people hate uh, this movie. Yeah. 
like really... I can understand why as far as like to, I don't know. You know what I think it I is? I think the fly had more of the older older uh, generation that were was probably voting on that. Maybe they went to the movie and things like that. What I think it is is because not just But I actually had never even heard of this movie. Yeah, a lot of people don't know, and the, the funny thing is, when I when I talk about this movie, or if I ever mention anything about Matthew McConaughey, people always bring up whatever he's like best known for, like whatever rom com movie he's in, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not Matthew McConaughey. I know, I know him for this. I'm like, what do you mean? He's never been in a horror movie. Yeah, like I've never seen him act like that. Ever. <laughs> he's he's in a horror movie, and they're like, no, he's not. So I pull up my phone, I'm like. Look, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I would never have guessed that you would have been on like a horror movie. What I do like is that whenever you see interviews with Matthew McConaughey talking about this role, he always seems like he's at least proud of it. It was I like did. something he, he he did that was so off the wall that he's like, you know, that was a lot of fun. I could see that because it's different from you know his like uh, surfer, easygoing. Fucking woman charmer woman to fucking charmer, yeah. choking bitches out and be like, you even had had fun yet? Yeah, yeah, and he's kind of creepy in it, and he just smacks around his girlfriend like a jackass. And- what 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 was the point? Is what I want to know. Why did he have a fucking mechanical leg? They that he never could, said anything. That he that. I'm use. guessing he got it killing Kennedy or something. I don't know. Because <laughs> they said that he worked for like those shadow governments. You know, like, in the 80s and in the 90s, the Universal Remote was, like, a really big thing. You know, I remember yeah. you could buy one of those on any fucking TV log, uh, TV guide catalog thing, you know? I don't know if they ever worked. We never had one. Well, but... I had a, a roommate. Sorry, I was burping. <laughs> I had a roommate that worked for a home theater system. Yeah. And we had, like, the top-of-the-line Universal Remotes and stuff. And it actually got really freaking confusing, there was like different programmable modes and you can program to each person and but somehow he's controlling that leg with like a VCR controller and then like a <laughs> stereo controller and and he had like 10 of them in his pocket yeah which is great and it didn't really add anything to his character it was just like why no nah, cause does he, he... he ran pretty fine <laughs> he doesn't really run well he did at the end when he was running after that girl but I, I think they put it in there to make it, I don't know, Why? harder for him to run after people or get after people. Because remember the uh, Renee Zellweger got one of the, the remotes and was messing around. Fucking with, with so his she, leg? Yeah, so she could get away from him. Maybe they had it in for that reason. I don't know. Oh, here's the Ghostbuster scene right here. Yeah, his tow truck very much looks like the Ecto-1 from yeah, Ghostbusters totally in the does. Dark. That's another thing. When they're walking on the trail, we were talking about this at the very beginning of the movie. When they're walking on the fucking trail in the middle of the woods, and their flashlights aren't fucking working, the moon must have been dangerously fucking close to the earth for the (laughs) the woods to be lit up that fucking well. Yeah, there's like tsunamis going on and stuff like that, because the moon controls gravity. And the fucking narrator at the beginning, he sounded like he hated his life. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't sound very enthusiastic, did he? It's like the very first film, the narrator sounds like pretty stern. Like it'd be like some. Well, sort there was of... a few different places where it was like that, like the narrator, and then like 
places where she's all like she's hysterical, oh, Barry, yeah, <laughs> or whatever. You know, it's like they didn't really put much into the acting on some of these scenes. Yeah, if you want to do a drinking game watching this movie with your friends, do a shot every time this bitch says, "Oh, Barry." Barry, yes. <laughs> Barry is the most used name in that whole entire. You'll be movie. fucking wasted before the first half hours over. Yeah, literally, they probably say the name fifteen times in the first half hour of the movie. But you never hear anybody else's name. No. It's just Barry. Okay. Um, so, the box office budget for this movie was $600,000. Oh, that's all? That's yeah. fucking really cheap. Really, really cheap. Which, I mean, it kind of makes sense when you look at the sets. It really only takes place at the little mobile home the lady worked at, and then their house. Yeah. So... That house, they did a pretty good job of looking disgusting, though. Yeah, yeah. It bugged me how much crap was on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part that bugged you? Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, Not the skin know, on the walls. When there's hell of crap on the ground, man, it bugs the crap out of me. Yeah. Not the skin on the walls, though. Or the... <laughs> the skin on the walls was good because it was you know, organized and neat. <laughs> uh, so... The opening week, it only made $28,000, Ooh, which is... That's a good hit. You could buy a fucking car for that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, pretty much now, to, to date, it's only made $185,000. Thousand? That's a horrible flop then. Yeah. To date? And it was yeah. made in 96? 96, yeah. Whew. That's bad. It's pretty bad. Actually, I'm sorry, 1994. I'm getting it confused oh, okay. with 96 as the date being in the movie where it's supposed to take place, 96. Oh, it's supposed to take place a couple years in the future? It's, yeah, it's supposed to take place in 1996. But it was made in 94. 94. That's a weird thing to do. Yeah. Let's put it two years in the future? Why? Why, why did they why? choose to do that? That's fucking weird. Whoever puts it, like, it's either, like, a hundred years in the future or, like, in the past. Two years in the past could even work. Two years in the future. That's weird. So, this movie's actually considered... Why that? Well, I don't know if I would consider it... Like, if I went to the see this in the theaters, thinking, like, oh, this is another Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. This is gonna be... It's gonna be cool. And I go into it. Would you consider this... A comedy. No. Like it's supposed hey, it like, like it's it really, has a purpose for comedy in it. Like it's supposed it has to be some funny. That are kind of funny. Like Matthew McConaughey has all of them though. But do you think that was intentional? Yeah, definitely. For it to be funny. Or do you think they were going for trying to be disturbing and it just was I think some funny. of the stuff that Matthew McConaughey said was intentionally meant to be funny. Because like, this is Where's the part that was he was like, God damn, just do it or what was it? I forgot what it was. What was he doing in the movie? It was, uh... Man, I can't remember. I just remember he said goddamn something. Why are my fucking batteries charged? <laughs> Not that far. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. I'll remember The later. part where they're in the, the tow truck? I think, yeah, yeah, they are in the... Look at the window! I don't want to. Well, why not? Goddamn, just do it. Just look at the window, goddammit. But you yeah. took my glasses off. I don't care! <laughs> look at the window! So... Yeah, the genre is considered comedy, horror, and thriller. Oh, it's actually in the genre of comedy? Yeah. See, I, didn't, I wouldn't call it comedy Neither at all, would I. Man. Like, it doesn't have nearly 
enough comedy in it. Like, it had funny parts, but even a drama will have funny parts in it, you know? I mean, even some horror movies have comedy in it, but... Yeah, I mean, I think that's... Like, Friday the 13th horror. movies have a lot of comedy, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's fine. not in the comedy genre. Yeah, I would never classify that as... Nightmare on Elm Street has comedy. I would consider, especially the later versions, comedy, but not not this movie. <laughs> No, they definitely went for more of the horror aspect, but not comedy, no. I would think. Funny parts in it, but not comedy. What do you guys think? Comment below. Yeah. Yeah, uh, here's a here's something I want people to do before we, we continue. Brett said he will create a social <laughs> media profile once we get to 50 listeners, so... Make sure we get to fifty listeners. Share there this you with go. your friends, and share this with share this with your parents and everyone you know. And uh, let's get Brett to be on social media because right now yeah. he's refusing I've, to do I've it. I've never had a Twitter account. I've never had an Instagram account. I mean, you should just have at least an Instagram account. I don't get why though. Like, so so people that listen to podcasts, they might want to get you know in contact that's with you. I'm saying I never. Well, you're 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 a public you could, you're a public you figure now. The, you you're a public to, figure now, bro. Contact us on our website. I know, but that goes to me. <laughs> you could tell me. <laughs> you're a public figure now, Brett. So you need to you need to you need to connect with your audience. Public figure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's me. You're you're a hero to some of these people. I'm a hero to many people. <laughs> <laughs> so you would give it an eight. I would give it a seven point five. Why would you give? I'd it give it an eight on comedic value. If I was being, if I was trying to be serious and rate the movie with a serious rating, I mean, most likely it'd be low. It'd be low because how fucking weird the acting is at some parts. It is, and it's, I'm not saying because Matthew McConaughey's performance or anything. I'm, no. I'm talking about the kids that are supposed to be the victims of this movie. Where fucking Barry hears his girlfriend being abducted <laughs> right. into a fucking house, and he's just like, "Hey, oh, man, that's my girlfriend." I'm, I'm, I need to take a it's piss. Cool. Yeah. I need to take a piss, and he actually does go take a yeah. piss. <laughs> go into the the skin room and take a piss. Yeah. You know what? We never actually got to see what happened to Barry either after he got hit with the fucking sledgehammer. He just he just kind of disappears. Yeah, you just kind of accept that he's dead. I guess. I, don't know. I guess. He's just really, like, still sitting in that meat locker. Like, or, like, when uh, yeah. she runs into the trailer and when, you know, Leatherface is chasing her and she runs into the trailer and she's sitting there and she just, like, all of a sudden becomes calm and cool and collected and it's, like... Yeah. Things like that. Where oh, my God, he's after me! But but it's okay. I'm going to go out there and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to look into it. All right. All right. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So well, things like that where it was just, like, all of a sudden the steam, like, was taken out. Or they just decided they didn't want to act for that five minutes or whatever. What's great? So okay, so here's the weird thing on <clears throat> on Amazon. This is almost higher than the fly. Really? For star for star count, it's it's four and a half stars. Okay. Out of six hundred and something reviews. But we don't care about what people that like movies has to say. Yeah. We want to see the worst it's of the worst. A lot funnier when they're bashing it. Uh, here's a, here's a great review. Rick Charles, he wrote this review in 2017. Says chaotic mess from <laughs> beginning to end. <laughs> Objectively speaking, the acting is 
unprofessional. Unprofessional. That's a way to describe it. Well, I mean, what do you expect? You're looking. You look back at this movie and you see what huge stars Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey became. This is like their fucking first or second film, right? This is. This, is this after Dazed and Confused or before? Yeah, we looked it up. Uh, Dazed and Confused was before this. Okay. And actually, they, they are both the whole movie. Renee Zellweger and yeah. McConaughey. Yeah, they are. They're the entire movie. Leatherface is very much like we said, just like a, a fucking kick the dog, dog that's yeah. just like in the side of the movie the entire time. Uh, this person... Who's uh, Matthew McConaughey's girlfriend? It looked like the chick from Cheer- Cheers. But I, know I don't know. That. She had great fake tits, though. Um, on this review $3. by the house, just says, "Awful movie." Awful movie. <laughs> Amy Lynn says, "Really, really bad." One point five stars. Why do you even give it a half? Point five, huh? The oh. fourth installment, if you want to call it that. I don't know. <laughs> I have the hillbilly accent. In the Test of Chainsaw Massacre movies, the first three were brilliant horror. This one's a joke. <laughs> so, do you think? Do you think that's normal with uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre fans? Is that they look? At you know what movie? I think, and it'll be controversial, kind of me saying it, but I say it with video games and I say it with movies, and I think people that are purists that can't look at a movie mm-hmm. and be like, "Wow, this got really fucking retarded." by the fourth movie and take it that serious then you should maybe you should just not watch movies if you're going to take it that serious you know you got to be that elitist i mean i look at fucking alien franchise my yeah. favorite movie franchise is alien yeah. i can look at alien 3 and be like fuck this movie is not good granted a Which lot of three the prison oh you didn't like the prison one i actually like that one when I look at fucking what happens at the beginning of the movie, what was the point? Wait, what is this was the timeline? No, the timeline okay. thing. Well, we can get into a completely different podcast. <laughs> the timeline thing is a completely different subject. But oh, that was Alien versus Predator. Oh, with the pyramid and stuff. But but what was the the problem with Alien Three is why the fuck did we watch the entire last movie of? Everyone fucking surviving at the end for them to die off camera in the credits of the beginning of the third film. <laughs> it makes the entire second film completely pointless. Uh, pointless. See, I think this did get to you then. <laughs> <laughs> but I can look at Alien 3 and be like, wow, yeah. this movie's fucked up. But, and, and then you, you look. like Aliens. Yeah, yeah, I still love Aliens. Alien Resurrection, not very good. I like it better than Alien 3. It has Winona Ryder when she was still really hot in it, but still not very good, but I still like it. Yeah. I would never go, even if it, it like, fucking, um, what was that movie we rent, we rented, uh, uh, with Rob Zombie's wife that I fucking hated. We both hated it. Oh, the witches one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Lords um, of Salem or some shit. Something like that, yeah. We didn't finish it. Like, we watched for ten minutes. Well, we we watched it all the way through. We did. We did. I it's just that unrememberable. But that movie fucking sucked. It sucked all the way through, and it's like you can tell that Rob Zombie's oh. shit's getting. Oh tired. wait, wait, wait! I'm thinking of something else. You're talking about the old time movie. No, I'm not talking about The Witch. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> 
That one I actually did make that a movie review on because I was pissed we rented bad. it. Bad. Because we, I think we rented it for so full bad. fucking price. Yeah. Because it was new at the time. Mm-hmm. It was new release. It was like, and we were looking forward to it because the the, uh, the commercials. The yeah, the trailer made it look so. The movie so fucked up. Satan saw it twice. It, it was nothing. <laughs> It was a big nothing. But, I mean, regardless of how bad those movies were, it's like, why would I waste my money, or waste my time, actually, I'm sorry, waste my time, go on Amazon, or any website, for that matter, and just, like, write something about it. Because you're that annoyed, or you have that much extra time on your hands. I mean, a film, when you look at horror movie franchises... And any of them get to by their fourth. Film. Oh, here's the part where she gets on the meat on hook. the meat hook, and, and, they, some, and she's and trying to lift sh- herself. Yeah. She's trying to lift herself off the meat hook, and she can't do it. So how does she get off of it? And not I only does she get off of it, it, she fucking crawls all the way out to the middle of the road. Yeah, and just <laughs> lies there. And basically, she lies everywhere for the rest of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> they try to get her up. Where are my shoes? <laughs> I'm going no, back to sleep. With the first one had in it. Was when they put them on meat hooks, didn't they, like, put, like, salt or something? No, that's the remake one. When they chop off that guy's leg. Oh, yeah, and they put him in rock salt. Yeah, I will say that that's a fucking great remake. That is, I can stand by that one. There are a lot of horror movies. that's one of the horror movies that I've actually seen. Yeah, I fucking hated the remake of Friday the 13th. I thought it was really fucking stupid. I don't think I ever saw it. And I didn't even waste my time on the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street after I saw how fucking CGI Freddy Krueger looked. I never saw it either. It was like the year 2000 Spawn CGI in in that Spawn one. Spawn was the movie. Spawn's great. I fucking love Spawn. But... Superhero movie. Yeah, it's to be <laughs> debated. But... Um, what I was saying is, when you get to the when you get to a, a horror movie franchise specifically, and you get into the the fourth movie, the fifth movie, the seventh movie, you gotta know that it's gonna start falling apart slowly. And the formula for anyone that watches horror movies is already you should kind of be used to that by now, because by the time this was out in '96, we were like on like the sixth movie of Friday the 13th or the seventh movie of Nightmare on Elm Street it's a four or Chucky there's like on the fourth one of that too there's like a a formula you just know it's gonna you know it's not gonna be great but you're there just at that point you're there to laugh and be entertained like we were with this this is just like watch the train wreck yep it was chaotic though yeah like that one review super chaotic the screaming did get a little annoying at one point. Yeah, they were screaming constantly. Yeah. Yeah. What I think would have been more, like, scary would have been if they actually, like, got along and enjoyed what they were doing, you know? That would have made it almost more, I don't know what you call that. Just like gross and weird, kind of like House, House of a Thousand Corpses, where the the family like basically got along and they just like killing people. Yeah, yeah. This it was like they were just all at each other's throats all the time. Well, I think I said this when we were even watching it because it's been a it it's been like since I was in middle school since I've seen this one in particular, and after watching it again, yeah, it's probably not one I would ever go out of my way to probably watch on purpose, unless it was for someone that's never seen it, we're going to sit and drink and laugh at it. Yeah. But, 
<clears throat> the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the family was like very inclusive, and you could close, you could tell like they were close knit. Yeah, this they is like an offshoot, was... like fucking different universe of Texas Chainsaw. Totally. Like we're in a separate reality of what fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre was. Yeah. I do like all the costume changes Leatherface goes through. <laughs> he went through like three or four of them, right? Yeah. At first three he looks, them, it, he looks like fucking Macho Man or something in, in his first <laughs> costume. And then Grandma. Yeah. With, <laughs> at, but that Grandma thing was on top of the Macho, uh, the, the, the Macho wig. Man wig. <laughs> yeah. So he had two wigs on with the Grandma. And then we, we go on to full Tim Curry transvestite Rocky Caitlyn Horror. Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner <laughs> Leatherface. Man, that's great. That is really good. That makes me so... so That's so funny. Okay, we'll do two more reviews on here. Uh, Regina Tyson says, More like comedy. What an insult to the other Texas Chainsaw movies. <laughs> and last but not least, Lady Vowels 8 in 2014 said, Stupid. Dumb. 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 Matthew should bury this one too. Never by seeing, a, never by see again. What the fuck? This lady can't even spell or, or write. We're reviewing her review. He would have done better passing this one by. Wow. I don't know. Some people okay, on lady. Amazon when you. So this is like oh, what I'm. I don't know if that's lady or not. I don't know. It said some about uh, Lady Volva or something oh, like yeah. that. Lady Vulva. Lady Vulva? <laughs> Whatever. I think that people, if, like, literally, it's so weird to me that you, you'd go into this one expecting something, like, any different than, by the fourth movie, any other franchises out there. Why would you not think it's not going to be a train wreck? Yeah, well, with the budget, too. The budget was super low. It's not even a million dollars. I don't even know if the budget's like... Is is the budget really something that people get to know at that time when a movie comes out? But Well, budget will tell like what they're thinking it's going to make. If they have a low budget, then they think it's not going to be very popular. You like, I think that's how it works. Because you're going to give a high budget to a, a movie that's going to get a lot of people, right? Like, I know the budget for the remake was probably fucking massive. The remake was fucking massive, probably. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, those were high-budget movies because they were planning on getting a lot. But this maybe was kind of more thrown together to see, like, what they could get out of it. It was another Gamble movie. One of those another Milk Kit movies, yeah. And there is fucking Renee Zellweger. Dude, she is can a, run. She is an She's American... Olympian. Ninja warrior <laughs> yes. is what she is. She can run. She can freaking... What you, spider climb, spider climb, monkey yeah, climb on shit? Get on a wire and... Like, she's probably the fastest woman I've ever seen in a horror movie. Ever. ever. Yeah, because usually they're running and falling. Yeah, falling or... Man, she is a... Flailing pro. her arms as they're running. And she's got good form and everything. She looks like a gazelle. I mean, she's not terrible looking in this movie, but... She still kind of looks... She like she... Funny. Every time she... Takes like a a, a a tiny hit to the head or something like when she crashes the car going like five miles an hour. Like I said, it looks like she fucking snapped her back and acid trip just yeah. fucking happened. <laughs> you know, she doesn't know where the fuck she is. 
for those of you who don't know, we are actually watching the movie in the background. <laughs> we have it just playing. This is the this is the funniest part is where fucking Leatherface climbs on the roof. Yep, this is the part that you were talking about. Like, and he's like, "What?" There. He's like, "Man, I've never been up here." <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is this fucking? Yeah, this is what exactly is this? What we're talking about where she gets up on, or uh, he starts. He's like, he's like, what is this? What is this chimney? stone? Why is there this stone on my roof? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Chop it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I love how the, the, the funny thing I've always liked about Leatherface is he's just like a fucking giant tantrum baby. He's a huge baby. All he does is scream. <laughs> Screams. Scream, scream, and whenever scream, he can't scream. catch anyone because he's a fat fuck. And he's horrible, horrible at catching people. Yeah, everyone always gets away. <laughs> except for that fucking remake one. He really gets people in that one. That's yeah, why I like the remake. They didn't make Leatherface so fucking retarded. Like, Red Leatherface isn't an idiot in the remake. He's like more of just that they almost want you to feel bad for him in the remake because they make, it's like he has some sort of humanity because he's fucking deformed and shit. Mm -hmm. And his family made him all kind of fucked up. But at the same time... He's fucking brutal in that one. He's yeah. like Jason in part eight. He's just like fucking anger, rage filled. It's definitely a lot scarier than the other ones. Yeah. There are a lot of people I, I talk to about that remake that say that they can never watch that movie again. And they or they didn't finish it at the part just at the beginning where the girl fucking pulls the gun out of her vagina and blows her head off. <laughs> I don't remember that. You don't remember that part? Uh uh. Where the fuck I thought it was the greatest at that time, when I first saw it... Yeah, I remember, I was probably 16 or 17 last time I saw the remake. Well, I saw the one when it came out, and like I said, when you watch horror movies, you, you're kind of used to different angles. That they A lot of horror movies have the same kind of angle shots yeah. of people dying. But in that one, when that chick blows her fucking head off, and the camera zooms out through the hole in her head, mm -hmm. and you see the brains and shit falling apart in there... And it goes out through the back window where the chunks are falling out. I thought it was the coolest fucking camera oh, shot cool. I, I ever saw. It. it was the coolest camera shot I think I ever saw. It's still up there. It was really neat. Oh, that's cool. This beer tastes funny, but I'm going to drink it anyway. We're still drinking uh, uh, the taste of the Rockies, and I'm drinking some weird beer I got for Christmas. Anyway, any, how was everyone's New Year's? We just fucking passed New Year's. We're now in 2021. January 1st. How does that feel to know that we we did an episode before the year ended and we got one out we got at the beginning of the 2020 year? 2020, a brand new one at the beginning of the year. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. We're already fucking killing it. <laughs> Last year's episode. Yeah. This year's episode. <laughs> Oh, last year. <laughs> so long ago. What was that movie, The Fly? <laughs> what movie are we going to... Uh, we were just talking about Hellraiser, right? Yeah, we can definitely do Hellraiser. Okay. Last review that we're going to talk about that I saw on this, on this movie. Mm -hmm. And this was fucking written in 99. 99. I wasn't that long This person, <laughs> I respect this person. What did you expect? Anyone expecting Oscar caliber film material when they <laughs> pop this nugget into their VCR is kidding themselves. Saying this movie sucks is similar to people who stand in front of me at McDonald's 
complaining that their burger wasn't prepared properly. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's that makes great, sense. Yeah, it's a great way of uh, putting it. Now, why is it, though? Like, horror... I say this about people that love video games, too. It's like, mm-hmm. video games and horror fans... We're very entitled as people. As, at least when I see stuff on the well, internet. Take, see, this happened to me with Game of Thrones, I think. With uh, probably the biggest was Game of Thrones. Where you, you get invested. And that's where it becomes... Where you start getting mad. Where you start learning the characters or the people in it. Mm-hmm. And you become invested in it. You you, uh, you know this person. You put a lot of time into watching all these and watching them... Uh, develop and things like that and same thing with movies you watch them each develop and you know build on each other and then when they just destroy it it's like what did I just spend so much time watching why what did I I mean for Game of Thrones it makes more sense did you, did you watch the whole series no no, no. Stopped during it makes time. it makes sense for Game of Thrones because you're watching fucking like how many seasons are that, of eight. that show there's eight seasons how yeah. many episodes per season uh, Tim. So you're, so you're watching fucking eighty, 80 movies. Episodes. Yeah, eighty movies almost because well, they're they're, they're fucking minutes. like forty five minutes. Yeah, okay, so you're, so half you're a movie. yeah, you're watching like fucking short movies every episode, building on characters, which mm-hmm. is weird because you hate character story driven stuff, but. But I like TV series. I like character development TV series. With not game video of- games, because video games is different. We can go off on this one. <laughs> we can. But the the reason the reason why I can understand Game of Thrones is because it's based off of a book and the studio I remember reading this stuff, that the studio and that the guy that wrote Game of Thrones, I don't know his name, but Yeah. He hadn't even finished his fucking story yet. But the studio wanted to just fucking shit it out. And it happens with, why do you think your movie sequels and shit get so bad? It's because movie studios, they, they taste the money. They're like sharks with fucking blood yeah. in the water. They taste it, and they fucking just want it to keep coming. They want it to pump it, pump it, pump it, pump See, it. That's that's a problem, is because movies, and I think video games, have a, lot, have a lot of creative aspect to it, right? And corporations and profits are driven by uh, as much money in as little amount of time. But with creativity, you can't necessarily put a time on it like with creative things uh, let's give Tool as an example because they're like the best band on on the planet so (laughs) but they have a large amounts of time between each Tool album they've only why because they always sound the same (laughs) I don't know when we went to that concert almost every song was like you know this kind of sounds like what I heard about like two hours ago. <laughs> well, the concert actually had some stuff in there that I haven't even heard of. That was kind of weird, but I'm not getting into that. But anyways, they have long amounts of time. Why, why did the singer never move the whole time is what I want to know. He's why? got an effed up back, I found out. Oh. Yeah, I was like, why does this band have no stage presence? We're seeing them when they're, you know, in their almost 50s. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> After seeing Ozzy two years ago and that motherfucker's jumping okay. around. Let me get to my point. So anyways, <laughs> okay. So you have a long, long amount of time between each album because Tool, they, they don't pump, pump out albums uh, just for you know getting them out there, or whatever. Right, they don't right. have a, a record label that makes them do that. They uh, when they sign their contract or I don't know what label they're on, 
but they basically said we're not going to just pump out albums. We're going to make things that we like that we you know we have. A, so they have a good lawyer. We, we have a creative uh, stamp of approval on it. Yeah. Well, they also never even got on iTunes till like a year ago. Like that's how like that's how. What the fuck? Yeah. They they have so much control over the music that anything that they didn't know about or understand, they just didn't do. That's weird. Yeah. Whereas most bands think just, about how much money they lost. Yeah, but they're millionaires. So how much money know. do you need? I don't know. Like Maynard has. I don't know tons if you're if you're fucking Metallica. It's apparently everything. Yeah, but that's greed, right? So. Yeah. I don't know, that's a completely different topic, fucking Metallica. Yeah, we're getting off I crazy. Hate, I, I hate how much I dislike well, we can't the get people off too of Metallica. Let me make my fucking point. Awesome. Hey, go ahead. <laughs> so I was saying, with horror movies, I think uh, there's a creativity. You know, something gets big because a person creatively makes this thing. And then with sequels and stuff like that, the creativity eventually dies off and it becomes a money-making milking machine. Yeah. Anyways, go on about your Metallica. No, I don't want to talk about them. Okay. I mean, but I think that's what I was saying. Sequels, to sequels, TV shows, they all suffer because, like I said, the the movie studio wants it faster. They yeah, they don't care. They don't care about. They don't care about how the shit fucking was written well, because most of the time, and this is just what I think, most of the time the people that are fucking funding that shit don't even fucking watch it. They they have no fucking interest in knowing what it's even about. They it's like yeah, holy they're, shit, they're this made this much say, money. I have a bunch of money and I invested in this because that makes money. They don't have right. any interest on like what the fans like, what is creative, what is you know groundbreaking or anything like that. They just want. Yeah, I put my money here and I get my money back. It's a very kind of simple way of thinking in a way. Yeah, and I think most movie studios, if not all of them at this point, and video game studios, most of them at this point. Are all in that boat? A lot of them, like yeah. modern modern that's movies. Why things in the eighties were kind of cool sometimes because that's they what were we just said coming out right? last episode. Yeah, because they could experiment. They were allowed yeah. to fucking gamble and because do as much wasn't creative experimenting as they possibly could. Video games because like they were just coming up with everything. Uh, New Line Cinema, New Line Cinema was going to go bankrupt. If Nightmare on Elm Street didn't fucking take off. They had no idea it was going to be a success. It happened with E.T. as well. Yeah, they thought it was going to flop. They were they were on like... Oh no, that was Reese's with E.T. Never mind. Sorry. They were on like a dime. Like if, if, if fucking Nightmare on Elm Street flopped, studio was going to be gone. They had no so fucking it was, idea. It was and like all or nothing. All, all or nothing. nothing. And Nightmare on Elm Street fucking saved New Line Cinema. And then what happened? They come out the second one. It's fucking great. Third one, fucking great. Fourth one, eh, all right. Fifth one, six. Okay. Even though I really do like a new nightmare, because it's just like breaking the fourth wall. That's one you need to see too. The fucking new nightmare. Well, there's a movie called Breaking the Fourth Wall. No. In the new Nightmare, a Nightmare on Elm Street movies, uh-huh. they break the fourth wall. Like so the fucking the fucking character. Of Nightmare on Elm Street starts stalking and killing off the people that were just the actors of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Oh, <laughs> like they're living their everyday lives. So and Freddy Krueger so somehow actually, comes to life. <laughs> so there was wait. So they get the old actors from the old movies. Yeah. 
but they're playing actors. They're playing they're themselves. They're acting as actors. They're acting as themselves. Oh, okay. So do they have like like big houses? Robert, yeah, like? Robert England's even in it. The guy that plays Freddy Krueger, he's uh, like, there's, there's no way Freddy Krueger's really didn't come back to life. But he does. <laughs> Which one was that? Fourth one? No, that's like the ninth one. Oh, the ninth one. <laughs> or tenth that's one. I like that it, one. Though. It's pretty yeah. funny. This is one of those scenes right here where we were just talking about the part where Renee Zellweger is tied in the chair and the crazy girlfriend's talking to her and she's like, what do you want to do with me? You know, I just think the guy's crazy. <laughs> and she's and now she's about to big calm and she's going to grab the gun and be like, you know, I'm sick of your shit. Well, the biggest part where she, it seems like she doesn't care is when she was in the trunk. Oh my And she God, was just that... like, can you put a hole? Can you put a hole in this plastic? <laughs> and she's like... Why aren't you freaking out? Like, you're just so calm in this chick's trunk. Well, and you listen to her. The other thing, too, is like, as she's kicking and screaming, and she's screaming when she opens the trunk, right, in that drive through yeah. there's like a team of like soccer kids like walking by <laughs> the, the fully open trunk. And, and none, of them, none of them look. None yeah. of them look. The cop, when she hears the cop talking to her, why is she not fucking kicking and screaming? Yeah. What's in the trunk, lady? Well, you know, I'm never going to tell. <laughs> what would you like to know? <laughs> it's like, what did I say? No wonder why this shit goes on in this fucking place, because everyone's fucking retarded. Yeah. And who is a politician? Like, I don't get that. I don't know don't either. Really who is that, that fucking at all? guy? Yeah. He's just some rich dude that we think is a politician because they don't actually say it. I mean, he's obviously, like, part of that family in some way because when he opens up his shirt, he has that weird, like, fucked up stomach and he has those Have rings. Have you ever seen that movie? Hanging or something like that? Where it talks about those those things that he has in his skin? No. What those are for? Oh, fucking dominatrix weird shit? Where they... It's not dominatrix and apparently it's not sexual at all. Is Bullshit. They freaking put those, like, rings in them, and usually they're on their back and stuff, and then they put hooks in those rings, and then they just hang. Yeah. And it's like, they get off on it as far as, like, they get, uh... So it is sexual. No, I'm not... I, I <laughs> used the wrong phrase, but they, uh... I don't know if it's an adrenaline rush or something. Dude, it, it's sexual. They're yeah. perverted. Well, I don't know. There was it's like, like fucking Hellraiser. Hellraiser... Hellraiser's whole point, like, is... is a lot of that shit is them fucking, like, having their skin fucking hanging oh. on hooks and shit like that. And a pinhead even says, he's like, in one part of the movie at the end, he's like, Please, no tears. It's a waste of good suffering. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it is. It's like, the pleasures... And Clive Barker was fucking great at making disgustingly weird stuff like he did in Hellraiser. Uh, which was based off his books, by the way, mm-hmm. that he wrote. But the, his whole, the, the Cenobites and Hellraiser's whole, whole aspect. That's what Hellraiser's sound delicious. are fucking called. They're like demons of another realm. They're like, there's like different tiers of yeah, hell. They're called Cenobites? Yeah, there's different tiers. Cena? What does the Cena stand for? Like. Com- are they like uh, centipede? No. Well, there's some like weird bug things in the universe, I don't know, but no, that's like, dig- they're like digital almost, I don't know, it's mm. like cyber, you know what I mean, but because they, they appear out of the box of lightning, can't this will over, be on our next episode, can't get over Cenobites, man, because 
That just sounds like Cinnabons. Dude, people like, are going to lose their... Cinnabons. When they hear it, when they hear it, when they're hearing this, and they're hearing, like, you've never seen these movies? <laughs> Dude, I'm, like, so excited for you to see how fucked up <laughs> Hellraisers are. They're so fucking awesome as far as not only story, because the story's kind of intriguing. It doesn't drag along like you, you think about, like, maybe in the fly. It's mm-hmm. kind of just very much in your face, like, fucked up. Okay. <laughs> like, fucked up throughout... And to a point where this movie had parts that were kind of disturbing, like when he's choking out Renee Zellweger, and yeah. it seems really fucking authentic. Well, it's also kind of disturbing how he just, like, slaps around his girlfriend and slaps Stepping on her throat. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Jesus. Or where he's cutting himself with a razor blade. Yeah. yeah. But I cannot wait for you to see the fucking Hellraiser movie, because it is fucked. It is so fucked. But it's I awesome. I wish I could say I'm looking forward to it, but now I'm kind of like, huh. Are we watching that together or am I watching that one alone? I mean, we can watch it together if you want. That doesn't really But it's fucked. I think there's probably a good aspect of me watching it alone, too. <laughs> Please, no tears. <laughs> <laughs> the box. You opened it. So, we came. <laughs> so he's like, uh... It's like a Pandora's box type thing where somebody opens a box and then... It's, like, a pu- it's like a puzzle box that has the Cenobites realm in it. And whenever it's open, you call upon the Cenobites to take you into this fucking realm of torture... And frosting. And, and pleasure. It's like people that, like you said, would get off on fucking having their skin ripped open by hooks and hanging there by their skin or having their... having. The weird thing is... When you look into this shit, there's, like, real fetishes and real-life fucked-up fetishes where people, like, mm-hmm. they, they would get off on having someone fucking murder them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's, there's been cases of people that paid other people to, like, eat them. Yeah. And keep them alive, but eat them sexually. It's, like, fucking weird. Yeah. But Hellraiser is that fucked up. It's awesome. <laughs> because right. the Cenobites, like... We'll talk about that on our Hellraiser. We're getting really, really distracted here. Hellraiser, I'm obviously way more uh, enthusiastic about. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of those too, aren't there? There is. There is. And the funny thing is, exactly like what we're talking about with here, by the time it gets to the fourth one, it's like, this is fucking dumb. But it's great because it's so, so stupid. Like crazy. The first, the first two I consider really good. Okay. After three and, and forward, fucking stupid. I even made a movie review on, on the on my Retro or Die channel of the last one that came out. Okay. And it doesn't even have the guy that played fucking Pinhead as Pinhead in that movie. And the movie is so fucking stupid, so fucking retarded, that I made a movie review on it. I'm like that guy on Amazon. I had to make a whole fucking movie on it. You know? <laughs> That's how much it annoyed you. It, ma- it annoyed me. Because so I was really excited. I was really excited because the trailer made it look like it was going to be really cool. Yeah. Trailers the, are One of those fucking bait and switch trailers, you know? Yeah, basically the, the entire movie is in the trailer. Like everything. Yes. Yep. Yes. And the fucking ending is hilariously stupid. Like, what would you, what would you think an ultimate punishment is if you're like a leader of one of these realms of hell and you do something to like piss off God and the devil at the same time mm-hmm. how do you think they would punish you? Probably put you in like a happy place like flowers and no 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 they they, they just send you back to earth as a hobo yeah <laughs> yeah 
Sounds like a great life. Sometimes <laughs> I envy hobos. They, they, yeah. yeah, they send him back to Earth as just a hobo. He's just a, just a hobo. Yeah. There you go. No responsibilities. <laughs> so stupid. No bills, no responsibilities. You also don't have a home, but... Uh, no, he does. He does. He has a cardboard... He lives in, like, a fucking homo village. It's like a homo village he's, like, resurrected in. There you in. go. He's got the easy living. Yeah. Got a refrigerator box. He didn't seem Good happy about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could probably do all this crazy, gory, disgusting kill people as a hobo, too. So, back to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. I would say, out of all the Texas Chainsaw Massacres, this one is very much the one that fulfills falls flat as a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. This could have almost been, if it didn't have Leatherface Leatherface in it because Leatherface is such a side character, yeah. could have been its own fucked up movie. It was its own fucked up. It basically was. Yeah. Like, they could have made this as like a rip-off to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They might have made more money. Yeah. But they didn't use the name to disappoint everybody. It's like, uh... First of all, nobody gets killed by the chainsaw it's true no one dies by the chainsaw so where's the massacre of the texas chainsaw <laughs> yeah guy gets run over and one other guy just gets his neck broken he gets run over neck broken and we don't know if barry died sledgehammer yeah barry's we probably assume he's dead i'm assuming barry's still Chick gets inside the fridge fire, but still no oh yeah chainsaw. she gets her head crushed yeah she gets her head crushed at the end i'm assuming barry's just stuck in that refrigerator still it had the fucking car engine on it. <laughs> just like listening to all this stuff. He's like, man, this sucks. <laughs> I'm Barry. Yeah. Oh, Barry. And how creepy was it that he was talking to his girlfriend about how uh, Renee Zellweger's body, body is? Yeah, body was. That was such a weird ass. The whole conversation yeah, was, in there was just Caitlin for Jenner. filler. Yeah, here we go. The the, the Tim Curry, Caitlyn I'm Jenner. So pretty. Leatherface. I'm so pretty. Tell you, man, that's her. <laughs> oh my god, it's so it's so great. It looks just like him. I got uh, hold on. I gotta show you the South Park version of her. And I really don't want to know what Matthew McConaughey and this chick do with the pizza in the bedroom. Like, did they fuck with the pizza? Uh, yeah. Like, did they lay the pizza in right bed here, huh? and fuck with it on them? <laughs> Like, we all, like, when you're watching the movie, you know the girlfriend's all fucked up. Like, you know she's a part of the family, basically from the beginning. They don't even hide the fact that she's not tied with them, because she calls the guy in the... She calls Matthew McConaughey's character. But at what point in the movie did she go and somehow her her dress changed from her looking like she works in a fucking yeah, clerk's like office? Yeah, she's going to a club now. Now she looks like she's from the fifth element. <laughs> <laughs> a much better movie. Oh, I fucking love that movie. Oh my god! It does look like tech, like fucking Leatherface. Yep. Holy shit. Oh my god. That's fucking great. Oh my god, that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh man. Man, I wonder if they ever saw this movie, the Trey Parker, the other guy that made this South Park. 
that would have been so great to have him and Leatherface like meet <laughs> and like fight to the death or something. Like I was you before you were you. He just keeps slapping her over and over. I know. That's another thing. They keep mentioning that the, the grandpa didn't even do anything. Yeah, he fucking disappears. He grabs the knife. He gets pissed off, and the grandpa he just, just disappears. Walks off. Like he grabs the knife, I was expecting something to happen with it, right? Like, yeah, why I thought he, he grabbed the knife. I thought he was pissed off at Matthew McConaughey. Like I thought he was gonna like hurt him for because this is what I, my point was. The whole point of keeping Renee Zellweger alive, right, was because Leatherface wants her face. That's yeah. why he wants that to be his new woman face. So why the fuck does Matthew McConaughey keep slapping the shit out of her face, <laughs> bruising it? Yeah, he's like fucking it up the whole time. Yeah, well, I don't think. He cares about it. Leatherface. He obviously it. does care about it though, because he's like, "This is, this is the face my brother wants." Yeah, you're right. He says it like right now in this part of the movie, like my brother wants this face. He's done with this. Whoever this girl's name is, he's wearing right now. <laughs> Your grandpa looks dead. The grandpa always looks dead. He's always look. He looks that way in the first one, and the second one. He looks like that in every every single one. What I wasn't expecting was for him to get up and look like just, he was going to do some shit and just walk out and never be heard of again. But why did he walk out with a knife? This made no sense. And why does she look like she's like Renee Zellweger? Looks like she stole a costume from Batman Returns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like she's wearing the. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey is just spitting food all over her. <laughs> I'm sick of this. Are you going to help me? Help I don't know. There's a, there's a device in my brain. It'll blow up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would have been really cool at the end. If there really was, like, something in her head. Like, Matthew McConaughey pressed a button cool. and her head just fucking blew up. Yeah. Like, she was telling the truth the whole Matthew time. Matthew McConaughey just dies and... By some plane. We don't even know if he dies. What the hell? Well, first of all, who's they show in that his... plane? Like, the whole the plane. Is the whole plane that? part. What the fuck was that? Yeah. Not like the plane guy. It's like, oh my god, there's a girl running from two men. One guy's got a fucking chainsaw. Caitlyn Jenner's got a cha <laughs> chainsaw. He doesn't even hit Caitlyn Jenner though. <laughs> it's freaking McConaughey. Yeah, he hits the cripple guy. Yeah. And then takes off. Well. I did my good deed for the day. Later. You know what? I bet that guy wasn't even trying to save her. He, he was, was just a fucking drunk pilot. Drunk pilot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's like, oh crap. That was really the guy from Independence Day. The drunk pilot. <laughs> the grandpa? <laughs> no, the, the dad that kills himself at the end of Independence Day to, to blow up the fucking oh, alien ship. Not grandpa, yeah. Yeah, what's this guy's name? I don't know. Whatever. That guy's fucking crazy now. He's crazy? Yeah. What do you mean? The guy that played the pilot in Independence Day? What do you mean he's crazy? He's fucking nuts now. Like, he he doesn't act anymore, right? He's in movies. He thinks the fucking government's after him to kill him. The old guy? Yeah. He thinks the government's after him, like, to kill him, because he knows, like, government conspiracies and shit. And every much. once in a while, he pops up with a YouTube channel, yeah. and he has the camera, like, right next to his face. Just all you see is his, his little chubby cheeks and his head. And he says, like, some weird little limerick about fucking... The guy with gray hair. Yeah. What? With government conspiracy. I'm then gonna, he fucking deletes the YouTube channel, and then reappears, like, months later with another one. It's fucking weird. That is weird. That's what happens when you 
ram yourself into an alien. He ship. was a big actor too. Fuck, I shouldn't even look up his name just so I don't sound stupid. But you're not talking about Gacy, right? And Gacy. Gacy, the fucking clown killer guy. No, no, no. no. Um, Will. I forgot his name. Hold on. Gary Busey. No, not fucking Gary Busey. That's, That's Ginger Deadman. Yeah, because he went crazy, too. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. The guy that played fucking the uncle in Christmas Vacation. Yeah. The, yeah. the shitter was full. Yeah. That guy. Got the... Yeah, that's what he looks like now. He's fucking nuts now. Huh. I didn't know that. It's fucking weird. Yeah, Gary Busey is nuts too. Gary Busey... Gary Busey was never right after his fucking motorcycle accident that fucked his brain up. But that is a movie we should watch one day. Maybe he's Ginger Dead Men. I've never even heard of that. Ginger Dead Men. He's he's Uh, a fucking gingerbread man that is possessed by Gary Busey. Kills people. Interesting. I guess. A gingerbread man? Yeah, he's a ginger dead man. <laughs> so, I think overall, yeah, this isn't really like even like a Texas Chainsaw Master And why would movie. you even throw this dude in here? I don't know. Why is the politician This makes no sense. And then she gets in the, the, the limousine of this guy for some reason. And he takes her to the hospital. Oh, yeah, he does. Like... Yeah, that's you know the, the only thing I do like about this movie, aside from it being funny, I do like the ending. I do think the ending part where he, the guy's like, "Do you know her?" Yeah, do you know her? And and that's her fucking nuts. Yeah, but unless she's in a fucking that, mental I institution. Never known that. Yeah, she's in a fucking mental institution. They didn't make it blatantly obvious though. I don't know. Like I didn't. I wouldn't have never got that unless you said something. Because it didn't look like her. I mean, it was. I mean, you would not think she would go crazy after this by how some of the parts are where she's like normal. Yeah, she's like, ah, it's all good now. <laughs> you know, I can't think of any movies besides this and Days and Confused that Renee Zellweger is even fucking in. Me, myself, and Irene. Oh yeah. yeah. See, it's been such a long time since I've seen her in anything. I forgot even all about that. That's a great movie. That's a great movie. That's a hilarious movie. I love Jim Carrey. Well, Younger Jim Carrey. I love early Jim Carrey, too. Yeah. Jim Carrey's fucking great. And he, I, went, he went crazy, too. Did you love, uh... Yeah. Dude, he pissed me off so much when he came out with all this shit about when uh, he was gonna be in that Kick-Ass 2 movie. Oh, yeah. It's too funny. Like, I lost so much respect for him after that. Yeah. After all the fucking shit he's done. <laughs> well, that's where you become so rich that you just start making problems for yourself. Yeah. I can't wait. To, stand I can't wait till this. I'm not I'm that rich where I gotta be like, you know what? I'm gonna apologize for this podcast about twenty years. <laughs> I'm gonna say, you know what? I shouldn't have been talking about horror movies. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't have been talking about Caitlyn Jenner, man. Oh man, how horrible! Leatherface and Caitlyn Jenner—they're not even the same, even though they both kill people. We're talking about national. Heroes. They both did kill people. That's what they also share. <laughs> Yeah, this actually has a lot of uh, resemblance to Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, you know, the, the hit and some killed the people car, and got away with it. Over. Fuck, it's yeah. just like they're living in the same town from this yeah. movie. 
Uh, so yeah, like I said, this isn't like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie per se. It is, I think, the fucking most uh, out there one as far as like just batshit crazy shit that goes on. Yeah, the the family aspect isn't there, so I don't think it really came through. But if you really want to see a really good one, because I think the first one. We and you were talking about this before the podcast. The first one, see why it would be disturbing when it fucking first came out, because no one saw anything like it. Yeah. Well, that's how all the old movies are, right? You're, you look at them, you're like, uh, how was that scary? But it was scary back then. This is a little different, because this one's just, this was, like, considered on that disturbing level, where people were, like, ready to boycott the fucking movie. This one? The first one. Oh, the first one. I was going to say, this one wasn't really disturbing at all. And people really thought this was real. Like, people thought Texas Chainsaw Massacre really was based off a real family of people yeah, doing this shit. I thought it was. It's not. I know. Uh, everyone know if you do know, it's, it's based off of Ed Gein, who did fucking kill his own mother, had her head in a fucking fridge, mm-hmm. fucked corpses, had furniture made out of people's skin that he was Wait, killing. Is that Buffalo Bill? No, no. Buffalo Bill did that too. I mean, he was real. Right? Ed Gein was like in the 1930s or something like this, long ass fucking time ago. Oh. And the only reason he was caught was because he had so many dead people in his fucking house. His house started to reek, and yeah, the people that's were like, how Gacy hmm. got caught too." <laughs> so, the first one, I like it. I own the the really hard video treasure version of Final VHS, but the first one does not. It's really hard for me to watch now and, like, keep my attention. Mm-hmm. The second one is where I think it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre at its best. The second one is, I think, the pinnacle of the entire franchise. Yeah. Yeah. So the second one's actually better. The second one is better. And it's fucking gory as shit. There is a lot of killing in that one. It's like House of a Thousand Corpses killing in that one. Okay. Or Devil's Rejects. Yeah. Not, Not like this, this one. one yeah. <laughs> Two people die in it. I kind of wonder what, you know, I, I kind of wonder what they were even trying to achieve. I'm not sure. In this movie. Like I said, what did I say to you at the end of this? Like, what was the story even for this one? There wasn't a story, really, yeah. Like, why, why are we supposed to, like, understand or care why these, why Matthew McConaughey is so fucking crazy and why he got so fucking angry when the, the politician guy showed up. Well, it also doesn't make much sense to me as far as, like, they're so dysfunctional, how could they keep a secret of killing people? Well, obviously the town's... You saw what the town sheriff was like. Oh, yeah, he was a corpse. <laughs> well, not that guy. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? They had a town sheriff corpse in there. Yeah. The other cops just be like, hmm, I guess he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> that rascal. He took off. It's the part where Matthew McConaughey is about to, they're about to wrestle for the controller. I know this is driving you nuts seeing all the shit in their fucking yeah, house. Yeah, it is. Look at all those newspapers. Yeah, it bugs me. It reminds me of Sacramento. It's almost like... Renee Zellweger has a force field around her, the way her other face is acting right now. It's like, why is my chainsaw not going down into her neck? <laughs> and why is everyone, like, why is the girlfriend just humping a couch right now? Yeah, she's doing nothing. She's literally sitting there, and then when they, when they show her about to run away, they show, like, a little short thing of her face. She's, like, got her eyes rolled back, and she's, like, humping the couch. What? 
Yeah. And and Leatherface is doing nothing. He's sitting in the room with all the newspapers. Keeps on trying to get away from him. I thought for sure the fucking his leg was gonna snap. You see her fucking eyes? Did you see the girlfriend's eyes? No. Okay. Let's rewind here. See you for like ten seconds. Ready? Get ready to see her eyes. Just pay attention to her on the couch. I'm looking. Ready? Did you see that? She's like humping the couch with her eyes rolling <laughs> like back a in her head. Uh, I saw that immediately. I'm like, what is she even doing? Is she like orgasming on the couch or something? <laughs> and there we go. That's there's the VCR remote. There's the stereo remote. Nope. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe this will work. Oh yeah, yeah. What, what I liked about him was uh, he was on the the hood of the car and he's like, or when he jumped on the car and he's like, woo woo, <laughs> like little things like that that made made me laugh. I love this part at the end with the what fucking old drinking? people. Is this a bloody marriage? Yeah, they're they're fucking drinking and driving. <laughs> There's Renee Zellweger Dude, running like the she's Olympian a... athlete right here. Look at this. Oh shit. There's a fucking monster chasing her with a chainsaw. <laughs> and I didn't know this, but apparently if you use a chainsaw, it makes the car go off-road, so. Well, he's chasing her, right? They get her in. Yeah, and then he And like five seconds later, he's <laughs> hanging out of a window of yeah, the he, tow truck. He hops on this car. Wait, let's count. One, two, three, four, five, six... Seven. That's less than ten seconds, and he's in the car. He's speedy. And he's like, boom, boom, boom. Man, this doesn't cut like that brick thing on the top of my house. <laughs> yeah, but he's still able to make it go off-road somehow. Like, why? I don't know. And why did the old man crash? That's what I'm saying. Is like, because, they didn't run into because him. he had his chainsaw, he was pushing him off the road. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> Oh, the you Texas guys can't see this, but it's uh the Texas Chainsaw Massacre never oh, had. Wait. Okay, I guess the whole ending of this movie is an absolute train wreck. It is. It's like they ran out of what the fuck they were gonna do. Like, where do we go from here? Yeah. How could we play homage to the first one? Throw in a plane. Like, why would you even do that? Maybe somebody had like a uncle that owned a plane and they needed money, and they're like, "Oh, we got a movie. You could fly the plane for the movie." Because there's no, absolutely no reason why this plane is around. They don't show who it is. Or why this plane even does this. Yeah. How did he, how did he know to kill which person? He gets hit with the wheel, not even the blade. No. But he's not dead, see, look. You don't know, he never moves. That's the, that's the electronics. Nah, he moved. Here we go, here's the part where you're like... It's Caitlyn Jenner. (laughs) (laughs) 
Holy shit. That's great. So, for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there was there was never any official video games for Texas Chainsaw. No. Except for the Atari. There was one game on the Atari, and it was, aside from Halloween, the, like, one of the very first horror video games ever made. Except it was really fucking retarded because, like, Leatherface, like, your goal is to run away from Leatherface just like this at the end, Mm -hmm. but Leatherface could, like, get stuck on, like, rocks and stuff like that. Rocks are dangerous. Yeah. And as far as that goes, Leatherface has never had another video game adaptation except for showing up as a playable character in Mortal Kombat. And the great thing is, one of his alternate costumes is the fucking tranny one. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and uh, in he was also in that um, movie, that, or the video game that's kind of like the Friday the 13th one. It's a Dead by Daylight, I think. And they have a bunch of horror movie characters in that. He's also in that. And um, he was a huge part of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. What? So, I that. it's because it wasn't officially sub- like he wasn't officially in the game mm-hmm. Rockstar made a certain section of the woods in San Andreas like really really far out there you'd have to trek really far out there and there's a fucking house that looks like Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> there's a fucking wheelchair just like in the original movie and all the shit that you saw in Texas Chainsaw Massacre is out there but you never see fucking Leatherface ever you hear weird things in the, when, especially at nighttime around the house. You hear like chainsaws. You hear weird noises in the woods, uh-huh. but you never get to see Leatherface until someone had finally modded Leatherface into San Andreas, and you fight him. Oh. But before the times of the internet, where you're reading all the shit in magazines, especially around this time when San Andreas was out, people thought like this was a real fucking thing. There was a way to activate it somehow to get to see him. And people thought for the longest time, until Rockstar finally said, no, Leatherface is not in the game. <laughs> so I thought... So they just had the house as like an Easter egg type Yeah, thing? it was like an Easter egg thing, uh, even though they didn't yeah. include it, probably for licensing reasons or whatever. Yeah. But I, you know, it was really cool at that time. I remember looking for that, especially when I found it. I was like, you're sitting there, waiting for Nightfall, you're gonna run into him eventually. You know he's close. <laughs> There's people spending hours and hours yes. in that forest. Yep. Running up and down like a grid. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, what did you say you rented this movie? 7.5. 7.5. Uh, Is this something you'd ever watch again? No. Yeah, I probably would never. Like I said, I haven't seen this since middle school or high school, like my freshman year. And I now I'm remembering why I probably never watched it again. Still, something I still want to own on VHS though, because I think the box art's still pretty cool. Because just because how fucked up Matthew McConaughey looks on the front <laughs> of it, you know. The best part is just when, uh, when she comes in with a plastic bag over her head and he like is talking to her and stuff. The first scene that you showed me to get me to watch this. Oh movie. yeah, 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 yeah. Are we having fun yet? Yeah, yeah, that one. That that's probably the best part. You think I want to kill you? <laughs> Yeah, that's great. I like how, like, Renee Zellweger just seems stoned throughout the entire movie. She's super calm. Yeah. First she's hysterical, snaps her back, acid trip, calm. Yeah. (laughs) It's, yeah. 
far as acting goes, she, uh, Oh, he wasn't like impressive or anything like that. No, Matthew McConaughey definitely was. I thought, yeah, he was. He's the selling point of the entire movie. Everyone else is pretty much throwaway. Yeah, definitely. Especially all the teenagers that like, especially the what, Matt, Renee Zellweger's boyfriend, who thought he could just fucking Barry run back. No, not him. Her boyfriend that oh, dies. Oh, yeah. That's not that's her just, boyfriend, though. He's just running back and forth instead of running in the woods. He's not going to run me over. He's yeah. not going to run me over. Zigzag. I know. I'm, he even lets him. He's like, winded. He's like, what do you want from me? He's like, I'm going to kill you. No, you're not. I'm going to keep yeah. running by your truck. I'm back on the road. So you can run me over. I and love over. how many times he backs over. over him. And over, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes... <laughs> Yeah, you hear some you hear, nasty, yeah, like, mushy noises. Something. It's like, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll ever, ever probably watch this movie again. And it's not, you know, it's it's not great. But at yeah. the same time, what can you expect when you're on the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth sequel of exactly. a horror movie film franchise? It's basically what you expect out of a... Forth. I got what I expected. Movie. Yeah. I don't think on Amazon what we fucking paid to rent this movie was worth fucking five bucks. Yeah, it was an expensive one because the fly was three bucks. So. Yeah, and the fly is way fucking better. Yeah. Way fucking better. Seven point five. They both get the same. Right? Oh my From god. Based on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre theory vortex. So. And, and why is the name different? It has two different names. It's the Return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it's also the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next, Next Generation. Generation. Yeah. Like they had some sort of weird dispute with like putting the movie out or something like that. No idea. I don't know. I didn't. I you know, if I was a good podcast host, like I was <laughs> last time, I would have had this fucking known. But not this time. Not for this movie. I paid five dollars to rent this, so. I think that makes me good enough of a host. Hopefully that's uh, able to be written off in taxes. An hour and a half. An hour and a half movie. Just about. It's fucking crazy. It's about a general movie, right? And I feel like nothing happened. <laughs> Just, it's ba- you're basically renting this to watch how crazy Matthew McConaughey can be. Yeah, that's basically all you're doing. Yeah, yeah. If you want to see Matthew Conaghy act different than he ever does in any other movie, rent it. Yeah, if you ever want to horror fans out there like Matthew McConaughey, if you ever really want to watch a real Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, I'd say start out with the second one, the second one, and then go straight to the fucking remake, straight to the remake one. So start with the second one. Yeah, yeah. The second one's where it's at. The second one's fucking nuts. Leatherface. Yeah, fuck. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation or the the new beginning. We kind of went all over the place in this movie, but it's because (laughs) this movie is like... It wasn't a whole lot to talk about. There's not a lot of meat on the bone for this one. It's like, yeah. It's like you talk about Matthew McConaughey and... That's basically all it was, was Matthew McConaughey McConaughey acting crazy. And Renee Zellweger... Being a freaking ninja. Yeah, American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. And then Leatherface being Caitlyn Jenner. Boom. You got it. <laughs> That's the whole movie. It's true. Anyway, 
yeah, we got our fucking second episode done. Two. And um, Our first episode of the year. What do you think about... Wh- what do you want to be the next episode? We're doing Hellraiser next. Hellraiser. Oh, yeah. man. You're in for a fucking whirlwind with that one. Hellraiser next. That's yeah. And I will say, Hellraiser is one of those movies where that is some of the top tier uh, practical effects you will ever fucking see for a horror movie at that time. Some of the top tier shit of fucking like <laughs> nasty and none of it's CGI. <laughs> yeah, it's all just like corn syrup and Oh, I don't know. It looks fucking Red Dead number forty or something. It's not like Evil Dead where the blood's like fucking you know that's different. corn that's like syrup watery. blood. That's watery. That's like that's like a anime blood almost. I love that. Like Kill Bill. Yeah, Kill Bill is definitely that's fucking great. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you for listening. And uh, like I said, let's get to 50 listeners so Brass to create social media. He said he's going to do it. Yeah. Uh, if you want to know more about us, our website is up. Up and running. Thanks so, uh, to Forrester. Uh, do at midnight.com or do by midnight.com. Do by midnight. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you can find me on social media. At Retro or Die on Instagram and Twitter, but let's get Brett there. Yeah. So you yeah. Guys, so Brett can read. You can you can all write to Brett and give him movie suggestions or criticize him for not seeing anything. Yeah, give movie suggestions. That'd be great. Like, what do you want to hear us talk about? Yeah, listener mail. That's what we want, so we can read it at the end. Fan mail for Brett. <laughs> Brett's single too. For any women that are out there. Surprising. <laughs> 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 all right. We don't have, like, an outro catchphrase, do we? Oh, yeah, we do. We Our do. tagline. Fuck your late fee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Good night, guys. Do. By. Midnight. You don't think the FBI has its place under 24-hour surveillance? You don't think there's transmitters and all these walls? <laughs> Let me ask you one question. Are you having fun here? <laughs>